be cautious, understand the risks that are involved, but then take them anyway. Welcome to the Corner Booth, where conversation is on the house and everybody has a story to tell. How many times have we wished for more hours in the day? It's the one thing money can't buy you more of, time. But there are ways to make yourself more productive during the day, so you can make the most of the time you've got. Snacking healthy isn't always easy, and finding something not filled with sugar or unnecessary protein that tastes good and keeps you focused is hard to do. Well, that used to be the way, at least. Until an inspired entrepreneur with Kitchen Moxie started infusing snack bars with organic tea to create low-calorie, caffeinated energy bites that taste great and keep you going. Sound like the future? Well, guess what? It is. T-squares are the snack food for when you feel like you have too much to do and not enough focus to get it all done. And the brand is the creation of Jordan Buckner. He's a man on one mission to create energizing snacks that help people fuel their focus. And a second, larger mission to fuel economic development in low-income neighborhoods. He's been featured in major magazines. He's busy taking over the world. But right now, he's also here with me, ready to tell his incredible story in the corner booth. What was the aha moment? When did you realize that tea was going to be your secret ingredient? Yeah, so the story of tea squares starts a couple years back. And it started because right after grad school, I finished up with my MBA, moved back to Chicago, started working in the food scene here, doing new product development work. And coming out of school, I was used to doing all-nighters, working incredibly long hours, and using things like coffee or Red Bull energy drinks to keep me energized. And so I started doing the same thing in the corporate world. And what I found was that my body just reacted to it much differently. And after a couple months of doing that, one night I found myself in bed in my room with the lights off, just with horrible stomach pains, a massive migraine, and it was all due to the ingredients I was drinking to try to stay focused and work longer. And so the next day, I quit coffee, cold turkey, dealt with the migraines, the headaches that came with it. I stopped drinking all the artificial energy drinks, and that's what began my journey to find some sort of ingredients, some other foods and drinks that would help me to stay focused, but were much better for my body on a holistic level. And so I discovered tea as one of those ingredients, but also looked at adaptogens and Ayurvedic medicine and lots of other ingredients that could help with that. And from that search, I knew I was hungry throughout the day. I needed to kind of snack to keep my hunger under control, but also looking for something to give me that boost of energy. And so that's when I started experimenting with what would become T-squares. And the idea being a healthy, lightweight snack that I could munch on throughout the day that would both satisfy my hunger and give me that boost to stay focused and stay productive and really kind of work longer uh, with being detrimental to my body. So uh, 80 iterations later, I think now it's probably over 100. Um, that's when I invented 
T-squares, and we've been going ever since. Where do you even begin with creating something like a T-square? Like, how does it start? I have no idea how that process would even begin. I don't have any formal kind of food training in my experience, but I grew up with my mom being a chef. And so while she was going through culinary school, she would come home and I was in middle school, high school at the time. And so we would actually make the recipes that she would learn in class that day. And so I kind of got a secondary food education from that. So I grew up kind of knowing food experimentation, different techniques, what ingredients would go together. And so once I had the idea to make my own you know, energy bars or energy bites, for lack of a better kind of term at the time, I found ingredients that I liked. I started going to my local you know, natural food store, buying a bunch of ingredients and taking them back to the kitchen to test out. Now, luckily at the time, my mom, you know, still now runs a catering business and so had a commercial kitchen at my disposal. And so would go there, bring in, you know, bags of groceries from the store and just start experimenting with different recipes. So trying to get the right texture, the right taste, the right amount of tea within the snack. I need to find a binder to hold it all together. And so just learn from lots of experimentation. You know, honestly, too, would look at the ingredient label for other products that I liked to see what ingredients they were using, found natural better versions of those, then started really just experimenting and tweaking the recipe, tweaking the formula, doing a lot of research online until I got to a recipe that I liked. And how many iterations did you say it took before setting out to try it for the first time in mom's kitchen and landing on, boom, this is the T-square? I probably did about 10 different iterations of it, just trying it with myself before with my mom's customers in her business. She goes out to local offices around to sell lunch. And so after about a couple of iterations, she actually started taking them out to her clients so that I was able to test out the product with real customers and incorporate their feedback from the very beginning. And so people would try them and say, hey, these, you know, this idea for the snack is good, but they're a little too... Uh, they're not sweet enough for me. I'd love some more flavor in there. And so I'd come back and add some more ingredients. And they come back and say, okay, these are good now, but I wish they were a little bit crunchier. And so I would reduce the amount of oil in there to make sure that they were crunchy. After that, my team and I, and kind of at this time, I brought on a couple of my friends who became business partners. And we went through about you know 60 different iterations over time, tweaking, changing the formula, some a little bit bigger changes, some slightly slighter changes. And at that point, then kind of came up with what was the T-square recipe. And you're doing this all at what age? So this was three years ago that we started. So I was probably just turning 27. The reason I ask that is because in 2008, you were named to Forbes 30 Under 30 list, an annual list spotlighting the brashest entrepreneurs across the United States and Canada. How did you land on Forbes radar and how amazing did it feel to make your way onto such an exclusive list? Definitely. So that was in 2018. Not 2008, but... Oh, I'm sorry. I meant 2018. <laughs> the opportunity for Forbes came about from a nomination from Whole Foods. A few months after starting the business, we actually had the an invitation to present to Whole Foods at one of their buying events. Now, for us, that was a very opportune time because it allowed us to come in, present to Whole Foods at a point when the business was just taking off. So at this time, we didn't have final packaging. We just figured out kind of our initial recipe. 
But after some Google searching, talking to a couple other people in the food business, we put together a a package. We bought it from Amazon, the packaging from Amazon. We printed the labels at FedEx nearby, FedEx office, and slapped them onto the bags, took it to the meeting with Whole Foods. They loved the product. They said that our packaging was one of the most complete of any of the vendors they talked to that day. And a month later, we were selling in stores. So that's what grew our relationship with Whole Foods. And then uh, when the Forbes nomination came up, they actually nominated uh, myself to win the award, went through a series of interviews and tastings, and found out that I was selected as a Forbes 30 under 30 for the food and beverage class. What does that do for the brand after that? What did Forbes do? I mean, you've got Whole Foods behind you now. You've got Forbes behind you now. Is that where things really started to kick into high gear? One thing I found is that everything builds on the success of everything before. So Forbes was a really humbling experience just being acknowledged for the work that my team and I were able to accomplish in building T-Squares. Once that nomination happened and we were selected, it just opened up more opportunities uh, from the awareness standpoint. So now our name was becoming recognized not just in Chicago, but across the entire United States. And so from that came other press opportunities, um, new customers, and uh, just continued awareness and growth from there. T-Squares goes beyond enhancing the lives of just the folks who eat them. As the company's founder, you're incredibly proactive about fueling economic development in urban communities. Tell me why that's so important to you as a business owner. And if you can't explain a little bit about how T-Squared's fellowship program operates. One thing my father taught me from a very early age was that if you run your own business and anything that you do, you should be able to take care of yourself, take care of your family, and take care of your community. And so it was very important with anything that I do that I include, incorporate all three of those elements. And with T-Squares, when founding the company, I knew I wanted to come back to Chicago and establish it on the south side of the city where I uh, was born and raised. So grew up in the Chatham neighborhood of Chicago. My grandmother lived in Inglewood And that's where my mother grew up as well. And so when she established her kitchen and I was looking for manufacturing plant for T-squares, we found a location in Inglewood, Greater Inglewood, and that's where we set up our roots. And from that, knew that there's a lot of talented individuals who lived in the area, but just didn't have the opportunity to show off their talent and skills and gain work experience. And so from the beginning, I wanted to hire individuals who were ambitious, high achieving, and wanted opportunities to grow. From that, we're able to bring on our everyday kind of employees from Inglewood. In addition, we launched a fellowship program a few summers ago to bring on high school age young adults uh, for a two-month paid internship where we teach them about sales, marketing, and operations. And we keep it small so that they can really shadow myself and my business partner, Isaac, to learn all elements of the business so that if they want to continue working with T-squares, they have the skills. But even kind of going back to high school and beyond um, in their first jobs, they've had some hands-on experience to know what it's like working within the company and we'll know what it's like to run your own business. And so that they're gaining those opportunities that otherwise you know, a lot of these kids don't get the chance to do. I think it's important to go back and, and restate that that was a paid internship because 
it's very easy sometimes for a company to offer internship opportunities in air quotes as a means of just bringing on free labor. This is definitely not that situation. Right. And so one thing that we do, we've had great partnerships with um, organizations like One Summer Chicago here that actually provides a summer stipend for the interns. And we've also had situations where we pay for the fellows out of you know our business operated operating cash as well, because it's really important not just to work somewhere, but to get paid for that work as well. There's a lot of free labor that's going on out there, which is great for people looking to gain experience. But for a lot of these individuals, in addition to the education, the money definitely is a strong part. And to show them that their time and experience is worth something, that they have value. I think that's incredibly important because it also just demonstrates that it's a genuine effort and not a token gesture. So I think that's wonderful. Definitely. Going back to the T-squares themselves and other products out there on the market, it turns out when you do the research, a lot of so-called healthy snacks really aren't all that healthy at all when you do the math. What is it about T-squares that makes them such a superior alternative to whatever else might be found in the snack drawer? Definitely. And what makes T-squares really special is our kind of stated purpose of what we're trying to do. So we're on a mission to help people stay focused and productive throughout their day, whether it's at work or their working mom needing to have energy to you know play with their kids throughout the day. Like we want to help people achieve and aspire whatever their dreams are. And so our snacks use ingredients like organic tea, acai, berries that provide a natural source of energy to keep them going. So these ingredients are easy on the body. They provide a natural lift. So tea has both caffeine and an amino acid called L-theanine, which not to get too scientific, but helps to regulate the absorption of caffeine so that you don't have the jitters or spikes from um, caffeine you might get from coffee. And so it's a much more long-lasting energy boost. And then the other ingredients in there are ancient seeds and grains that and nuts that just complement that so that the snack is lightweight, Uh, There's only 100 calories per serving, three to four grams of sugar, um, just from agave nectar, brown rice syrup. And all our ingredients are really designed around a holistic purpose to be good for you, good for your health, and good for your energy as well. I think what's great about that is not only do you end up in the end with a product that's entirely unique, because so many other quote-unquote health food snacks out there are interchangeable. They all look the same, taste the same, use the same you know, generic flavors. But here you've got something that genuinely tastes different and is better for you. Yeah, that's right. So our flavor profiles include vanilla chai, acai blueberry, and citrus green tea matcha. And so what we try to do is pair familiar flavors with other superfood ingredients that provide those benefits as well. And so the texture is really lightweight and crunchy. They're slightly sweet, but packed with flavor. So they're good to eat, but you don't feel guilty after eating them. You've got three flavors out there right now. Are there more in development or is that top secret information? We do have more in development. And actually, we have a couple projects on the way to further enhance the natural superfood blends within our snacks as well. So then in addition to the tea, we're looking at other adaptogenic ingredients that can help you um, stay focused and stay productive uh, throughout the day as well. So more on that to come in the next few months. But we're really excited about the opportunities there. Beyond Whole Foods and beyond the Forbes list, what were some of the other 
efforts you guys made early on and, and continuing on to market T-squares? One of the most important things that I highly stress is really form genuine relationships with your customers. And so it's very easy in 2019 to create a product completely from your couch on a computer and not have to interact with customers at all. And so one of the big things that really set us apart in my journey launching the company is interacting with real customers face to face. And so that involved not just being selling our product in Whole Foods, but personally doing hours of demo tables and sampling events in the store in front of real customers every week throughout the year to get real feedback in terms of what people liked, what they didn't like, and what we would need to change. Um, in addition to that, participating in events like the Good Food Expo put on by an organization called Family Farmed every year here in Chicago, and where we're able to interact with thousands of people interested in the good food movement. In addition to that, we were accepted into Family Farms Good Food Business Accelerator, which during our first year of business provided a great opportunity to learn about what it means to run a company in the food industry. So even though I graduated with my MBA and had a ton of great experience from there, the experience actually running a food company from the ground up is much different than in the classroom. And so that was a great organization that really helped to launch the business, build relationships and partners with the distributors and other vendors uh, that accelerated the business as well. And then on the way just last year into 2018, we were accepted into the Chobani Incubator Program put on by Chobani Yogurt, which involved mentorship and hands-on kind of interaction with their team on running a food business. And that was a three-month program, which really provided a great inspiration as we kind of grew from more of a small startup to a growing uh, food business. When you talk about doing these demonstrations and in-store things, now you're talking about you yourself personally going out there and doing them, correct? Yes. I think it's very important where I'm there in person getting real-time feedback from customers. And that's where we received a lot of um, raw data in terms of what people like. So we found during that area where people weren't just looking for healthier snacks, we actually found that moms found T-squares as a great snack both for themselves and for some of their kids and being able to give them something that was um, lightweight and healthier. So a lot of moms where their kids were starting, were in high school, looking for drinks like Monster or Red Bull, which are packed with artificial ingredients, wanted to find a healthier source of energy for their kids. And that kind of opened up a new market that we didn't discover before. So just talking to customers, we were able to go into situations and remove some of you know my own personal thoughts or opinions or biases and learn you know, how customers are responding to our products. Yeah, I, I just wanted to make sure it was clear to everybody that it was you going out there and being proactive about things. Because I think some people have this idea of, I'm going to start a business, it's going to be my empire, and I'm just going to kick back and let the minions do all that sort of boots on the ground work. As you've just demonstrated, it opened up so many new opportunities for you that you weren't even aware were out there. Just wanted to stress and say how important it is that, yes, even as the company founder, you're out there in the mud doing the work. Definitely. Definitely. It's crucial because in two ways. One, 
no one's going to kind of sell your business better than you are yourself. And so you have the passion, you have the energy, and you need to put in the legwork for the business to really grow. And at the same time, it's crucial for you to get direct feedback, especially early on, so that you're not developing your business kind of in the bubble and just hearing only the positive aspects that people want to tell you. So it's very important that at least starting out, you develop the ground game for your company. And then as it starts to grow, you develop systems and processes and understanding what works. Then there's opportunities to bring on others as well. But definitely at the beginning, it's important to have your hands in all parts of the business. We've partnered with offices across the country as well, including places like Nike, Lyft, LinkedIn, to make our snacks available to workers in their break rooms. And that's enabled them to come in, have healthy snacks, and stay focused during the day. And great for the workers and great for the companies as well. And so that's been a huge area of our growth in the last couple years. And so if anyone's interested in having our snacks kind of available in their office, that's something. Which is totally important because when you usually eat the worst is during the day at work when you've just got to grab something quick from the vending machine or the, the bistro downstairs. So that's very important. Exactly. Of the three flavors, which is your favorite? Or is that like asking a parent who their favorite child is? <laughs> it is. So I tend to rotate between the three flavors um, in terms of which one of my favorite is at any time. So right now it's our vanilla chai. It has a very nice light note to it. Great vanilla flavor. It just has a really wonderful uh, crunch that I enjoy. So that's my favorite right now, but I do rotate between all three of them. So many people that listen to the program are individuals who probably have an idea of their own, but for whatever reason, haven't been able to pull the trigger on it quite yet, whether it's self-doubt or not knowing where to go next. If there is somebody out there listening that's on the bubble, what advice as a successful entrepreneur yourself, would you give them? One of the most common misperceptions I've found about entrepreneurs is that from the outside, everyone thinks that entrepreneurs take a ton of risk, that they are the ones you know jumping off of cliffs and going skydiving. And I've actually found that for a lot of entrepreneurs, it's quite the opposite. So myself, I am actually fairly risk adverse. You know, I'm not on the extreme, but I approach every situation in terms of what's the worst thing that can go wrong. And then I think, okay, if that worst thing happened, then what would be my alternative? And deciding to start T-Squares and run it full time, I thought, okay, what if the business absolutely failed and I lost everything and had to start over? Okay, well, I at the time was still, you know, in my late 20s. I had this experience to fall back on from work in my MBA, and so I could get another job. And so even in the worst case scenario of this business failing, I could still be successful after that. And so I'm actually fairly risk adverse, but what I do is I look at all those risks and I determine how can I move on despite them. And then that's how I decide to make decisions and move forward. So there's tons of reasons why not to take your idea and turn it into a business, but you don't have to be a risk taker. Be cautious, understand the risks that are involved, but then take them anyway. And that's where the a lot of opportunity, a lot of growth will happen. You can't copy somebody else's success story move for move. 
No two paths to the promised land are paved quite the same. But what you can do is pluck brilliant ideas and best practices from stories like Jordan Buckner's and everything he's accomplished with T-squares. It's a perfect case study and hard work pays off. And having the smarts to see the game three moves ahead, connecting the dots nobody else can see. If you live in the Chicago area, get on down to your nearest Whole Foods right now and treat yourself to trying T-squares. You're gonna like what happens. For my friends everywhere else that want to feel more focused, you're going to have to head on over to mytsquares.com to place your order. But today is your lucky day. Because you decide to sit with me in the corner booth, Jordan's created a special coupon code just for you. Right now, listeners of the corner booth can receive 20% off their first order over at mytsquares.com when they enter coupon code corner booth. That's C-O-R-N-E-R-B-O-O-T-H, all caps, all one word, at checkout. A very generous gesture. But what else would you expect from a guy like Jordan Buckner? I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm already feeling more focused. And I haven't even had my first 100 calorie per serving handful of T-squares today. Must be a side effect from worthwhile conversation with a genuinely good guy. I want to thank Jordan Buckner from MyTSquares.com for having a chat with me today. I want to thank you for sitting with me too. Go now, find your focus. But next time you're in the mood for a conversation, I'll be waiting for you with one right here in the corner booth. Last call, everybody. I don't remember what I did.